Hello and welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast as perfectly balanced as all things should be. My name is Isaac, I'm one of the Infinity Bros, and tonight we have two special guests with us. One is my fellow Infinity Bro, Jarrett. How are you doing today, Jarrett? I'm doing great. I'm like half awake. Uh, I'm pumped full of caffeine at 7.30 at night, so (laughs) Mm, let's rock and roll, man. That's the way to do it. I mean, there's never a bad time for caffeine, right? If there is, it's probably right now, but <laughs> we're fine. I mean, I work night shift, so for me, there's never a bad time for caffeine, but, but you know. Yeah, who needs sleep? I, I'm all in on caffeine pretty much any time. <clears throat> I've, I've pretty much given up on the, on the, like, trying to avoid caffeine when I'm trying to go to sleep. Like, the night shift just requires it. So I'm like, all right, let's just Think go. Think of it this way, too, right? Like, if you add enough creamer to coffee, it is just dessert, so... That's true. But I never do that. I just go straight black. That's my that's my coffee preference. So sorry, I'm not as much of a man. as you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are other special guests that we have with us tonight is none other than Caleb Ardois from the Mountain Nerds podcast. Welcome to the Infinity Bros. Caleb, how are you doing tonight? I also like my coffee black. Yes, uh, it's, uh, you know, the Harry Harry test, man. Wait a minute. You don't even drink coffee. I thought. You told me that one time. The occasional time. If I go camping. Okay. Gotcha. Then, then you just then you just drink it black because you want to feel like a man because you're camping, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I gotcha. have to feel like a man sometimes, you know, and just. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, that's also the first time I've heard your li- last name actually pronounced. I've been saying like Arduin for like. Oh, he said it completely so wrong, but I wasn't even correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought he was just saying it wrong on purpose. I was like. I've been friends with Caleb for like six plus months now and i still can't say his last name right so he's been he's trying okay caleb tell me tell us tell the infinity rose universe how to say your last name and then i will try to repeat it on on the podcast here ardwin so r <laughs> like a pirate ardwin. 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 and then you have to like the, like the d, d like a, do the d but then like a like waluigi a like wah, wah, wah. we're off the rails we could not start a podcast like this Uh, that's what i kind of thought that i said it like but i didn't have that louisiana twang that you that that you say it with so um caleb is our good friend and podcast uh podcast uh gosh parallel how do we what am i trying to say colleague maybe colleague is a good word for it um if you guys have not checked out the Mountain Nerds podcast. Please go do that. Caleb, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast and what where we can find you on the internet? Also, um, just to let you guys know as well, I also am a occasional guest writer for the Infin- Infinity yes. Bros. Yep, as well. on the Daily Snap at theinfinitybros.com. Make sure you to check that out. He has written some great reviews. I think the latest one that you wrote was the, the Darth Vader. Um, uh, Titans. Oh, yeah, you wrote Titans one as well. That's right. Some good stuff, good reviews on the the Daily Snap. So make sure you go go and check that out. Yeah. Well, uh, my name is Caleb, and like Isaac said, Ardois or whatever. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Whatever, <laughs> whatever he said. Um, yes. Uh, my podcast and I guess stream kind of is the Mountain Nerds. Um, we are Christian streamers and podcasters. Um, and we've gotten to know the community very well. It's been great. Me and my wife started this podcast right before the pandemic um, really like got 
bad um, last year. So we've been podcasting a little over a year now. And it's been just a great journey because me and my wife, we kind of started this thing as we're going to do like a, a hiking podcast. We were originally known as Life and Trails. We did that for probably six months. Um, and then since things closed down, we didn't really get to go on trails, you know, the, the actual trails part. So we were talking more about life and we were talking more about like video games and movies and our hobbies, like our, our super nerdy hobbies. And it, it was like, okay, well, why are we still doing this? We can't really call ourselves this. Um, so I went up to my wife, Taylor, one day and I said, why don't we just change this thing? Let's just rebrand it. Um, let's think of, you know, a clever name, whatever. So um, we're like, we live in the kind of, I, I do joke about this every chance I get. Um, so we live in Tennessee, but we live in like the least mountainy part of Tennessee. So <laughs> I'm in the Nashville area, which is not super mountainy. Like you go, if you want, you go more towards North Carolina, if you want like tons of mountains. So we are the not, uh, we are the mountain nerds, but we are like the not so big mountain nerds. <laughs> like but you like can still see mountains. Or... The, yeah. The hill nerds just didn't make any sense. Didn't, the didn't slightly... roll out the tongue quite like mountain nerds. <laughs> but if you listen to our podcast, most of the format we have is we do interviews with a lot of other content creators. I mean, that's, has always been important to me, just reaching out to the community and get to know other people and letting our audience listen to those other people. Both of you guys have been on two separate episodes. Actually, Isaac has been uh, on a couple episodes now. The best Infinity um, Bros, yeah. (laughs) Basically. I mean, you're not wrong. The strongest Avengers, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Earth's mightiest Infinity Bros. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, and then we started streaming as well. We really kicked off streaming in, uh, I think it was October of 2020. And now ever since we, so just recently me and my wife, um, we have kids now, which has been awesome. Um, we started fostering. So we'd have to, we had to take our streaming down a little bit. So I stream once a week on Sundays. Um, so you can catch us on twitch.tv forward slash mountain nerds. Um, you can also find us on our socials at on, on Twitter is nerds mountain on Facebook. It's mountain nerds podcast and on Instagram. It's mountain nerds pod. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Caleb has been a pretty good friend to the infinity bros and pretty active part of the infinity bros universe. So awesome to finally have you on the podcast, Caleb. Absolutely. Glad to be here. And we cannot go, um, having a guest on the infinity bros podcast without putting our guests through the infinity gauntlet. Are you a heel or a baby face? If you can make any flavor, cheese it. What would it be? Is it pronounced Grogu or Groku? If Keanu Reeves isn't in the movie, can it be star-studded? It's time for the Infinity Gauntlet, here on the Infinity Bros Podcast. So, Caleb, you are going to have to run the Infinity Gauntlet, which is a series of questions that each Infinity Bro comes up with. You're going to have to answer each of these questions to to our liking and uh, approval to see if you can pass the Infinity Gauntlet. All right. If you don't it. pass, the episode stops right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we kick you out the episode. We finish the rest just by Jarrett and myself, and you're good to go. You don't even get to be a part of the Infinity Bros universe anymore. It's we cut you off. Completely. And do I get to? I have to crawl back to my slightly small mountain. 
and yeah. just in shame. Amount, yeah. And you have to rename your podcast to the Hill Nerds. After the Hill Nerds. <laughs> you don't get the million dollar check that we cut to all our guests either. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. There's, That's the big there's, incentive. there's a lot of drawbacks to not making it through the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, so, so there's a lot of pressure here, but it's going to, it's going to be a fun pressure. We're going to, we're going to keep it light. We're going to, we're going to try to drudge you through it as best as we can. So are you ready for the Infinity Gauntlet, Caleb? Let's do it. All right. Jarrett, did you want to go first with your question? Yeah, I'm actually really excited for mine because every time we do this, we have a guest who knows like maybe one or two of the Infinity Bros or it's like their first time meeting us. You're one of the few guests that we've ever had who actually knows us as the Infinity Bros. Um, So this is my (laughs) question for you. You're stranded on a rocket leaving Mars, right? So you're on the rocket. You're ready to go. You realize you have enough fuel to just barely make it to Earth, but you don't have enough oxygen or supplies to bring all the Infinity Bros with you. Which Infinity Bro do you leave behind on Mars, Martian style, to try to survive until help comes back? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh Oh, no. There's a couple different aspects of this question. I like. I thought he was about to bust some numbers out. You know, he's like, "In you go, the rocket has this much fuel, and uh, <laughs> now I have to divide everything by two. Um, let's see. I ride back and take the fox with me to the other <laughs> side of the river. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, we need Isaac in the rocket with us because he's medical as a medical professional. As a um, medical professional, <laughs> I would be useful. And we need, obviously, we need, uh, we need. Mr. J money himself, um, Jarrett, because you know, his, already his... have the best. You can leave everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. They're <laughs> yeah, all going. Solve the problem. I don't <laughs> know. I think let's, let's just leave max behind. Let's, uh, let's okay. do it. Sorry, max. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think, so do you, you leave max behind? Do we think max survives until we can go back and get him? <sighs> I think he could do it. I think he could do it. He, he seems like a really resilient guy. Not. I think he's a really resilient guy. I'll give him that. Does the Martian base have laser tag and golf? If it doesn't, he doesn't survive. And or pizza. Because, yeah, if if, if there's not, um, then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be able to make it. So. But see, now I'm like. Now I'm like, maybe I, oh, I know I probably can't change this, but now I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking something. Zane might also be good because the reclusiveness of the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Zane I would feel love like it. Zane, Leave him the next oh, box yeah. and he'd be fine. <laughs> Zane would. Zane's got some like zombie apocalypse tips up his sleeve that he'd be yeah, able Zane to use to survive. Fine. He would survive. So, final answer, Zane. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, fair enough. I feel yeah. I feel like he would probably be the best. Suited I think he could to do survive it. on his I own. I think he could do it. Gotcha. I was all just. Right. I was thinking Max at first because I think I think Max is a pretty resilient person. I think he could do it. I just I think he could. But Zane, I I think the introvert is ishness introvertishness so it was a trick question you can't leave max behind because his daddy owns the rocket so (laughs) (laughs) my father built this rocket how dare you how dare you my daddy built a rocket good one good one all right next question is from your infinity bro idol infinity bro mark all right and Mark is known, I'm going to warn you beforehand, he's known for his very spicy Infinity Gauntlet Ooh. questions. So That's what I'm here for. Here we go. If you lived in Derry, Maine, what would Pennywise turn into to scare you as a kid? This is, this is 
a typical Mark question because, like, I don't know, he he like just dives deep into the personalities of people on the Infinity Bros po- podcast, and he wants to like bring out the the worst or the best. Okay, so you guys didn't warn me of the psychological torture that I was about to endure. I'm, I'm telling you, man, Mark <laughs> Mark is that guy. So, oh uh, man, probably just because I've I've had a fear since I was a kid. Any kind of doll, you know, like just like Chucky. Like child's play. Uh-uh. I'm not about that. So, or like just creepy human like looking dolls. I'm not about that. No, about I'm it. with you there. That sounds terrifying. About so it. yeah. Yeah. Good one. All right. Um, this next one, you know what? I'll do my next. What? This is kind of a boring one. This is not a psychological one. Like this will help you regain your composure after after this one. This is the softball that you. This need is the to softball. Know. So you better answer this one. Well. My knees were weak and my palms were sweaty. <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> what video game from your childhood would you like to see be remade or remastered? Ooh, mm, Goldeneye, straight up. Ooh. Wow. Okay. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. Um, did you or did you not play the Wii version of Goldeneye? No, uh, not that hot garbage version. I did not. <laughs> okay, I, I will say the the story was actually decent, and the multiplayer would have been fine if everybody has controllers. But because it's on the Wii, and if you don't have four controllers present, people have to use the Wiimote and the nunchuck to aim. It was awful, but it was still a blast because everybody was terrible at it. So, you know, as long as everybody they, was on the were same they terrible field. at it, or was the game just terrible on the way? That's a, that's a great question. That's, that that's is a great question, ask. but I will say I, I did play that game and the storyline was not bad. It wasn't really, bad. but, but um, it like 007 is an IP that, lends itself well to be remade or remastered. You're, you're totally right on that one. So that's good. That's okay. Good. When you played, did you get the golden gun? Um, yeah, there was an option for that in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't in the main story. So the, but the multiplayer had all of the stuff that the OG golden eye had as options, which was fantastic. I'll probably get some haters here, but honestly, golden eye was my favorite James Bond movie. I don't know. I just love, I love that film so much. It's it's like Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. I know a lot of people are like, well, I liked Sean Connery or I liked whoever uh, uh, Daniel Craig. I I thought Pierce Brosnan was Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan like fit the role very very well. He's my. I think James I'm Bond. one of like four people who likes Daniel Craig as James Bond. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> oh man. All right, we got another Infinity Gauntlet question. This is from Infinity Bro Max. Describe your Mount Rushmore of MCU side characters. Ooh. So he doesn't give any other specifications, but Mount Rushmore typically would be like four characters of not not main. Yeah. Yeah, side characters. Happy. Oh, okay. That's why I do like Happy. Comic relief. You know. Um, it was Black Panther. The sister was Zuri, right? Uh, Shuri. What's her name? Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so her, I'd probably, this one's kind of tough because there's a lot of side characters that I do like and a bunch that I'm not huge fans of. Like, 
my head, I wanted to say Pepper Potts, but I'm like, no, she's no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Good call. Good. Call. I wanted to. It, it was starting <laughs> to come out, and I, I withheld that. Um, Thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, you know what, Maria Hill. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Okay. I like all Maria right. Hill and Phil Coulson. Ooh, nice. Yeah. This is a that's an interesting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think though you almost got like kind of a little bit of the agents of shield vibe and then, I think so. and then shuri as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice disney plus show with all those characters i would not be Ooh, just as a bonus agent Wu. come on mm. oh nice. yeah, let's just throw him in the mix as well yep yep that'd be sick that'd be sick all right last infinity gauntlet question and this one may be the one to break you this is from Infinity Bro Robbie. He says, You get to heaven and have one shot to ask Stanley a question. What's the question? I'm broken. <laughs> he got him. I he got him. He can't make it. Oh, man. He can't make it. <sighs> one question to ask Stanley. What are you going to ask him? That's a tough one. It is. It's that really is tough. Really good one. Cause like, what's a question to ask him that like, hasn't, he hasn't been asked. Like, you know, I would, I would probably ask, is there any heroes that you had in your head that you just didn't get to get out there? Is there anything that you kind of kept to yourself, a personal like hero that you just didn't want to put out there? I'd be interested to kind of see his answer on that. That would be cool. Yeah. 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 That would be interesting, man. It would. Yeah. I mean, like, there was so much crap that went on in the last, you know, five to 10 years of his life. It would have been, it would have been interesting to, to hear a little bit more of like the working. I mean, there is a decent amount of like, Mm -hmm. of like documentary type stuff um, about Stan Lee, but it would have been, yeah, it would have been cool to hear some different stuff from inside the head of Stan Lee for sure. I know for sure he got to do a little bit of that with his um, Elseworlds series that he did for DC where he reimagined all the heroes with like of the justice league with their new backgrounds and stuff. And that was really cool to see like his take on what the justice mm-hmm. league would look like. Right. Yeah. It was pretty Ooh, wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That is pretty sweet. Well, Caleb, you have successfully evaded the infinity gauntlet. Yeah. Welcome. Infinity bro treasure, uh, which everybody knows is Zane because he's the most responsible. <laughs> um, feel free to cut Caleb his check now. <laughs> for a hefty oh, one man. mil uh make mine out to cash please <laughs> <laughs> one mil cash all right let's go <laughs> gosh if we had one mil cash there'd be so much stuff that we'd be doing besides this right now but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but actually that's not true because we want to be here with you caleb on this episode of the infinity bros podcast so once again thank you so much for being here <laughs> little tear little tear dropping down and welcome to the Infinity Bros Extended Universe. You were already a part of the Infinity Bros Extended Universe, but now we give you like a formal letter of like approval. <laughs> into I get to hang it up. In yeah, my, you can my like desk. frame I, it and stuff like that. I'll put it right underneath my diploma. It'll be that and then perfect, perfect. diploma and then that sort of perfect. And you can put that on your resume when you're <laughs> when you're looking for your next job. So. Oh, dude, it's already on my resume. Like, what is oh. this? <laughs> you don't perfect. know? Fair enough. <laughs> 
You know how they have those gold like YouTube symbols that they give to like their top. Oh yeah, yeah. We should make a we have a gold. Yeah, we have a gold Infinity Gauntlet plaque. (laughs) That would be awesome, actually. We would get sued so fast. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be fun while it lasted. We would lose our hefty one mil that we give out to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be down to participation trophies instead. Well, guys, we do have a little bit to talk about today. We are going to be um, reviewing the fifth episode of What If, and we're going to be talking about the PlayStation Showcase that just happened a couple days ago. Um, The first thing we're going to dive into is the PlayStation Showcase, and then we're going to go over our spoiler reviews of What If later. Um, And then we're going to end the show with our top five video games that we like top five IPs that we would like to be made into a video game. So that'll be an interesting conversation. I'm, I'm really excited about that. But first thing we're t- going to talk about is the gigantic PlayStation showcase that just happened a few days ago. Um, PlayStation for the last few years has been sitting out of E3 because they want to put out their own presentation with all of their own content, which I don't know, like to me, I kind of I know I'm, I'm kind of bummed that they sit out of E3 because that's a fun, like big conference time that we get to see all these cool announcements and stuff like that with the huge lineup of stuff that they have, especially that we're going to talk about. Like, I mean, you can't really blame them, I guess, for wanting their own presentation, even though E3, they would have plenty of time and, and space to present all that stuff but caleb i know you're um an xbox guy uh right now but you used to have a playstation right oh yeah i was i was way into the ps4 had the original ps4 until like until like right before i sold oh that doesn't make any sense i had the (laughs) yeah that doesn't make my mind just went in like 30 different directions uh scratch that edit that out um this is what i usually do on my podcast i cut out like the episodes are usually like three hours and i cut it down to 30 minutes um no <laughs> i want max to keep uh, this and then just delete all the words that sounds like you just, just yeah everything's gonna be seconds. bleeped out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um no i i had my playstation I, I got it like right when it came out and i sold it like the week before i got my xbox because i had to pre-order or i had to order it um, and it took a little bit to come in, but uh, it lasted. I mean, I love the games. I love the the different games that were exclusive to PlayStation. So the lineup that they had, I was I was super interested in even watching some of the you know just going back and looking at some of the videos. And there's there are a couple of games that are going to be exclusive to PlayStation for like a year or so, but they're also going to eventually come out to Xbox too. So that was also really interesting to say. Hey, I'm going to get to play that as well. So. Yeah, and and we'll go into and talk about a lot of those, but um, just off off the bat here, were you like sad at all that you don't own a PlayStation for any of these um, any of these things that they've revealed in this sh- showcase? The only one that made me really upset, and it's making me want to beg my wife for a PlayStation. <laughs> Spider is Spider Man. Dude, Dude, yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yep. I want it so bad. I yes. need it. Yep. And we will it's... we'll dive into that. But I'm just going to read off, I mean, so a good. little bit of the list of of the things that they announced, which was 
like they announced a ton of crap. So we're not going to be able to talk about it all. But they started off the PlayStation showcase with the reveal of the Knights of the Old Republic remake, which I mean, I think everybody initially just squealed with this yeah, this with this so kind cool. of like teaser trailer uh jared were you into knights of the i mean it's it's like as a star wars fan and as a gamer if you have not played knights of the old republic you're doing it wrong like you're missing out on mm-hmm. on stuff so jared i'm assuming you played it as a kid but like what was your thoughts when you saw the reaction or to this uh trailer yeah, so like uh, obviously they've been doing a lot with Star Wars and trying to do some of the more extended stuff. And I thought eventually we were going to get like the third part of the series. Um I I really didn't expect a full uh remake or remaster in the style that they're doing it. And so the fact that they're keeping the original formula I think is maybe better, right? Because yeah, right. People like us who have played the games, obviously we love it and we'd love to see a continuation of the story, but this opens it up to a whole new generation that maybe won't go back and ever enjoy those original two games. So yeah, I'm, I'm so hyped for this. This looks awesome. Yeah, definitely. And the, I mean, there were a lot of things that were interesting about this. Like number one, the original Knights of the Old Republic started out as an Xbox like exclusive basically, and eventually came to PC, I believe. But man, like it's so crazy that um, PlayStation is able to snag all these IPs and, and, you know, they're coming out with all these exclusives and we'll get into a few more down the road. But I was I was shocked. So this is actually going to come out as a PS5 exclusive on launch. And soon after they didn't reveal any dates of anything, but they said soon after it's going to be coming to PC, which I would assume that it's going to be coming to Xbox as well. But um, man, like I was I was shocked that it's going to be a PS five exclusive on launch. Like that was, that was something that I was not expecting. So I think that's going to be another factor in kind of like bringing, you know, new people to PS five along with a lot of the other games that we're going to talk about. But I mean, this is like, this is prime as far as like, you know, games that people want to be remade into or remade or remastered. Like this game has been talked about for a long time and rumors came out about this earlier this year that we were going to get a remaster or remake of Knights of the Old Republic. I'm hoping they keep going with this and remake or I, I mean, they well. remake this one. I'm assuming you got to keep going with the remakes. Like if they remade Knights of the Old Republic 2, I would be thrilled with that because that's the game that I played more and I really, really love that game. So if they kept going with these remakes, I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be absolutely thrilled. And then like, man, if they were able to keep going with like another original story after that, like, man, I feel like the sky is the limit at that point. So, uh, Kayla, what were your thoughts on the on the Star Wars um, IP that uh, PS5 is announcing? That's it's really exciting. I'll, I'll be honest. I never played it. I never got to play it um back in the day but it would be one that if it does come to pc i mean i have a gaming pc so i i'm definitely gonna pick that up (laughs) yeah dude for real if if my pc can run it i'm gonna play it it's yeah it's and the thing is too is that this game was i mean even though it initially came out on xbox this game is made for pc like yeah it's it's a pc game so 
the fact that it is coming to PC hopefully soon after the PS5 launch is mm-hmm. it's I'm glad they're doing that because this is not one that should be restricted to to anybody. But I think it will draw a couple people that are super hyped about, you know, the the PS5 like exclusive launch along with all these other IPs that are going to be exclusive. So I will say that like this had that effect on me because um, as anyone who's fans of the show and has been around for a while knows, like I'm a big Sony guy. I grew up always playing PlayStation and my buddy Brian growing up had, you know, an Xbox and Xbox 360 and he would play these games. And I was so hyped by this that like I went to the bookstore and bought a used copy of like the Prima official strategy guide for this. <laughs> and I eventually oh, went out and bought like, you know, an Xbox 360 to play these because the, I was so into these games. And mm-hmm. so like if they had that effect on me as a kid, I'm sure the remastered will have that, you know, sway some people to PlayStation. Now, are they going to, I, I, I don't remember. Is it, is the story of Knights of the Old Republic, is it canon within Star Wars lore? Or will this, or are we speculating that this is going to be canon? Yeah, so it was considered Legends before, dur- during like the Disney acquisition, but they're mm-hmm. bringing some stuff that's like Legends into the main universe. So like Thrawn, Thrawn was considered Legends for a long time, and now he's part of the Marvel, yeah. the, the Disney Star Wars universe. So I don't think anybody would be like, look at uh, Knights of the Old Republic and be like, oh yeah, that's canon, but they sure have used a lot of the influences from Knights of the Old Republic and Mm -hmm. and stuff that is canon now. So, so I mean, could they go back and retcon it as canon? Maybe, you know, who knows? Disney's playing fast and loose, like Calvin ball with this. It is what it is. Love it. Love it. But yeah, man, that was like a bang to start off the, the PlayStation showcase. Like when that got everybody's attention immediately and has gotten, I mean, the fact that I mean, I am also a PlayStation guy now too. I mean, I had an Xbox 360 switched over to PS4, and I currently own an Xbox One. But like, I bought a PS5, so like I'm mm-hmm. all bought, bought all in on the PlayStation at this point. My I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna buy this on launch because it's Knights of the Old Republic. Like, this is mm-hmm. fantastic. So I'm thrilled that it's coming to PS5. I'm glad that it is going to be like be able to be played on other platforms though because i don't think this is a game that should be exclusive i think they should definitely be sharing this with with other platforms so good on them for for finally getting around to remaking this one and and the fact that it's a remake is going to be fantastic too not just a remaster like they're remaking it with again like all of the same they're trying to keep it the same story is what I've heard. And they got some of the voice actors from the original back to play um, the characters in this one as well. So, so yeah. they're, they're rebuilding it with the, are they going to use the, I wonder if they're going to use the same engine that they did for um... it's, it's a complete remake. So I'm guessing it's going to be just, I, I hope, and there is, it is a little different because like, I mean, you go back, like I, I bought the, both of them, uh, Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic and two on Steam. And I tried to go back and play Knights of the Old Republic. And it is honestly rough to play at this point. Like it's I mean, it's an old game, you know, like it's it's dated a little bit. But the storyline is still incredible. And I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that just with the updated, you know, graphics with with hopefully a s- mostly similar storyline, this is just going to be one that I'm going to, you know, 
want to play over and over again like I did, you know, back in the day. So because I would love to see that with the same. I mean, I want this thing to look like Jedi Fallen Order because that game. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. The old one was very RPG. It was built on the same engine as like Neverwinter Nights, Mm -hmm. um, Baldur's Gate and, and I think systems like that. So. My guess is they're going to do some combination of the two. Like, I don't know if it's going to be strictly turn-based or, or whatever the original was, but we'll see. Yeah, I I kind of hope they keep some of those same gameplay elements because I feel like that's what... It is the core that's what of what made it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what made it what it was. But, I mean, again, you know, you go back and it's just the, the speed of the game. It's just like you're waiting for things to happen yeah. constantly. And it's just like, oh, man, OK, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Kyo, come on, let's go, let's go. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that it's a remake is fantastic in my eyes. So it's going to be it awesome. couldn't be worse fan service than like the weird Final Fantasy seven remake we got. <laughs> like they can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, people have said really good things about it. I personally have not. I played like the demo and I thought it was cool, but I never played the original. So like, it's I, cool, but it's, a, it's a horse of a very different color. It's horses. The zebras. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. All right. And the next thing they they came out with the big announcement, they started this trailer and the Marvel logo flashed up. I mean, everybody thought this was going to be Spider-Man 2. But they they pulled one over on us. They're coming out with a PS5 exclusive uh, Insomniac, um, the same developer that is making Spider-Man 2 and made Spider-Man is making a Wolverine game. So this does look cool. This is another maybe this this might have to be one that I'm also kind of like a little jealous about. Right. I mean, I saw this and I was like, I mean, I definitely did not expect this at all. But I mean, that's fantastic. The the fact that insomniac mm-hmm. is able to get this and build their like marvel universe i think that is amazing and and the i hope that they get keep getting more and more marvel ips that they can they can keep building off of the, the fact that it's ps5 exclusive i mean to me i don't care because i already have one but i mean all of the comic book fans out there got to be a little salty about yeah. this that that they're yeah. building. I mean, Spider-Man was one thing because you kind of, you kind of like it's Spider-Man. Like if you like Spider-Man, you already have like a PS4 or PS5 to play the Spider-Man games on. Cause it's Spider-Man. Everybody loves Spider-Man, but Wolverine and, you know, potentially if they start diving into some other, you know, Marvel IPs, like we're starting to get a little deeper into the Marvel universe. And it, it, at this point it's like, man, if they are able to keep all this stuff exclusive, that's that's pretty big time for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I I mean, as personally, again, personally, I don't because I already own a PS5. I'm not like I'm not like crazy, you know, mad about it. But I do, you know, I I'm not like I'm not like a guy that's going to be like gloating over PlayStation um, having better exclusives than anybody else. Uh, I mean, I love it because I get to play them, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like very fair that um, players that can't afford, you know, another console are, you know, not able to play these really cool IPs. But even for me, so I'm like Isaac said at the beginning, I have an Xbox, but I, I guess for me, I kind of knew, you know, I, I, and also use, you know, that I used to have a PlayStation I know the exclusives are good. It's 
PlayStation is for exclusive. It's 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 a machine for single player exclusives. Now I got the Xbox because I'm cheap, and I just wanted Game Pass. I mean, I wanted a Game Pass machine. Is what I wanted. Yeah, right. You know, well, and, and and you hit it the nail on the head there. Like uh, PlayStation, like they really came out with the PS4 and just hit home runs with their exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they became with their PS4 is an exclusive um you know company and xbox just didn't go that direction they i mean they have probably the best gaming deal out there in game pass like you cannot go wrong with game pass there's so many games available to play on that but you know it's just it's just a different animal so i mean sony has their sony has their thing with their cool exclusives xbox has their thing microsoft has their thing with game pass and and you i mean yeah, it's a bummer that you're not going to be able to play those exclusives. But hey, guess what? You get to play all those other sweet yeah. things that you have on Game Pass. And, and there are things that come to Game Pass. I know this is not the topic, but there are th- things that do release like day one that I'm getting on Game Pass for mm-hmm. nothing. You know, for Honestly, already what like, I pay for. I'm like very much considering getting Game Pass for a lot of games that are going to be releasing on Game Pass day one. Because like, hey, if I have to pay 15 bucks a month as opposed to buying a $70 game that I'll play once and never play again. I mean, that's, that's, it is arguably the best deal in gaming right now. Right. Exactly. And it is ironic that we're having this conversation because like as an old school Sony fan, um, we, I had to survive and struggle through the days of halo (laughs) and like (laughs) watching all my friends enjoy that. And now it's like Microsoft is still over here. Like, Hey, we got halo again. And Sony's just, just hitting home runs. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I, like I said, I because because of that, I kind of expect Sony to have some awesome exclusives. I mean, not to say that I'm never going to get a PlayStation. Just I just not in the cards right this second. Just because I don't have the I don't even have the time to barely play my Xbox. Right. Well, the good thing is none of these games that we're talking about are probably coming out even next year. Like these games are at least a year eight and a half probably down the road like this, this, I mean, you know, they announced the only date they really announced was Spider-Man two is coming out in 2023, but that probably means that the rest of these games are probably coming out late 2022 or 2023 as well. I, I would have hey, to imagine. Welcome to our world. Welcome to the Microsoft world where they announced, <laughs> uh, they announced a new fables game. That's going to come. <laughs> years down the road. Next they, decade, they're yeah. like, we don't even know. Yeah. 50 years, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, hey, we still have them to look forward to. Uh, So we got the Wolverine and it was like a 50 second kind of teaser trailer. Um, Basically, there's a beat up bar guy gets up, walks towards this other guy sitting at the bar and out pops the claws. Like when the claws popped out, everybody was freaking out like that was that was incredible. See. Uh, a little bit for me, though, I'm always skeptical until I see gameplay, you know, True. because it could yeah. be, oh, this That's is an awesome teaser trailer. But then you get this like weird, <laughs> you get this super, yeah. super weird game and you're like, right. And that, that's like totally understandable. <laughs> yeah, I think like I have an anthem or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just just brick your PS4 <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, Call of Duty did to Jarrett's cyberpunk. And yeah, all these <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, so, I forgot we can't say cyberpunk around Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it downloaded on my PS4 thinking maybe someday I'll go back to it, but yeah. I probably never will. 
So I'm, <laughs> I'm, so a, little, I'm a little so salty excited about for that, that game. Too. I was, I was, I was so excited about it. And then the PS5 came out, and all of my cyberpunk uh, dreams melted away after that. So, all right. Um, so, I mean, so Wolverine, it's a cool IP. Like my my thing is, you mentioned that like you don't you don't we don't know anything about it till we see some gameplay. I'm I'm and that's totally valid, but I'm like pretty confident that's going to be solid just because the Spider-Man games that Insomniac has been coming out with are fantastic. Like I, I, at this point, I don't see them going wrong with a game. I've heard really good things about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, that is a PS5. I think that's a PS5 exclusive. And, you know, I, at this point, I, I don't think, um, I don't think that they can really go wrong at this point. Um, Cause I'm, they're a huge growing company. They have the support of Sony now that Sony bought them. And like, I'm, I'm hyped for this one and all for it. You know, the problem is we just have to wait, you know, three years for it to come out. So, and you're not wrong because I, Spider-Man was one of my favorite games, all time favorite games that I played when I had my PlayStation. It was just a really well done superhero video game because you don't, there's not, I, I can only say maybe a handful of superhero video games that I, that I actually enjoyed. Uh, one of them being on the uh, Nintendo Superman uh, 64. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 no. I was going to say, no, Arkham series, you know, that mm-hmm. for a Batman game, that, that was amazing. You know, all of my, I enjoyed, but I, I can't really, there's not a ton of superhero video games that I could sit back and say, wow, this is, this is amazing. Um, Spider-Man was definitely one of those that really stood out to me and one that I really just enjoyed. It was just like the gameplay, how it looked, the use of the villains, the story. Um, and that's why my heart hurts a little bit when I saw the, Mm -hmm. when I saw Venom. (laughs) I mean, speaking of that, like, yeah, I mean, the next big and probably the biggest announcement that we got is the Spider-Man 2 which is going to be coming in 2023. They came out with like a decent size, like a minute and a half, almost two minute trailer with um, I'm assuming that is Craven talking. It's, it's a guy it, with it like, a, to be. it's, it it's to a be guy Craven. with like a, some kind of accent and like, it makes perfect sense for it to be Craven. He keeps talking about like being equals and like, and hunting and all this stuff. And it just like, there's too much stuff in it that adds up to be Craven. And then at the very end of the trailer, you go to a dark alley and you see the Venom uh, face pop out, which so <laughs> looks amazing. Um, like Heart you said, hurts. Caleb, I mean, like Spider-Man PS4 was it's in <sighs> yeah. my top five games of all time. I think I have it at like probably maybe three, three or so. Now, um, I'm kind of curious because it from what the trailer looks like, it looks like that you're going to be either dual playing Miles Morales and Peter Parker or it, I wonder if it's going to be taking different parts of the story. So like maybe one part of the one chapter you're playing this, or if it's going to be kind of like a switch out thing or how's that, that, that I'm kind of curious. Or if it's going to be like a co-op, you know, where you could play. Oh my gosh. Somebody Don't plays even tease me like that. Oh my gosh. That does sound amazing. I, they did confirm that it is. Um, well, this is later in the PlayStation blog. Mm-hmm. They confirmed that it is single player. There's no, there's, there's no co-op mode as of right now. Um, but it did appear in the trailer that Miles Morales is going to have almost as big of a part 
as Peter Parker. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. It's there's probably a very, very good probability that there's going to be like missions that you have to play as Peter Parker missions. That you have to play as miles Morales. I, I mean, it would be sweet if you could just switch out whenever you're, whenever you're like wanting to, I would assume there's probably got to be some storyline like flow that you have to be certain characters at certain times, but, or you um, don't play as neither in your venom the whole time. That would also be, Oh my gosh. Okay. So, (laughs) right. Here's my pitch. This is what I want. I want venom to be the antagonist for most of this game. Like they're tracking him down, like trying to figure out where he is, what he is, all that stuff. And they're fighting him, all that stuff. And then Craven pops up as a bigger threat. Venom has to team up with Miles and Peter to take down Craven. Like that would be like, oh, that would be my perfect storyline. And then Venom, Venom probably does a bunch of bad junk at the wow. at throughout this whole thing. Isaac, do you need to take a break real quick and go take yes, some, yes, some, some water? Go take a cold shower. <laughs> but Venom, Venom does a bunch of bad stuff throughout uh-huh. this. The symbiote goes to like actual Eddie Brock at the end of the game or something like that. And he like, you know, escapes and does his own like antihero thing. But like, that's the thing that was running through my head after I heard the trailer. It was like, and the fact that we're getting Craven, which is not a, he hasn't been a huge villain in a lot of stuff besides comic lore. Like he's popped up in, animated series and, and stuff like that. But like, you've never seen a live action Craven. We really haven't seen him in. I, I didn't play a lot of the old Spider-Man games, but I haven't seen him any, any of those games. Like the fact that we're potentially getting him as a huge villain in this is mind blowing to me. I, I cannot wait for this game. This is my most anticipated game. Uh, like, at this yeah. point at all like doesn't matter when it's coming out i'm so hyped for this game isaac you better stream this so i can live uh you know just I live through you as yeah, yeah just... <laughs> yep. i i'll definitely do that i know i know uh one of our other good friends watson from the co-op trio podcast he, spider-man is also one of his favorite games and he's he's he like continually when i had Miles Morales. He's like, dude, stream Miles Morales, stream Miles Morales, stream Miles Morales. And I was like, well, I'd love to, but I kind of like playing those games by by myself so I can do them myself. But I will probably pop a stream on for sure when when that comes and I'm rich down the road from streaming and I have all the gadgets and gizmos, you know, that that make my are the Infinity Bros Twitch stream. Uh, amazing so maybe so, we would have more money if we stopped uh giving every one of our guests a million dollars man that's probably what it is man you're coming up with all these great ideas jared and i just we need to talk to our treasurer he's clearly doing <laughs> something wrong <laughs> what what are we doing wrong oh we're giving away millions of dollars to everybody that's what we're doing oh, man <laughs> i knew it i knew it all right, so that that personally was the highlight to me of this showcase. I mean, that's what I was looking forward to in this showcase. I mean, what did you guys think about this trailer? And is there anything that you're looking forward to in this presentation more than that? It's hard to add much beyond what you've already said. I think the one big thing is like, I hope the success of this leads to Craven. In like mm-hmm. the general pop culture, yes, yes, you know, mind again to where Agreed. we could get him in a live action. Um, yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Agreed. Yeah, for sure, because he he definitely needs more recognition. Um, 
Craven's last hunt is one of the most iconic Spider-Man storylines. And he definitely needs more, more airtime for sure. So if we do get him though, it has to be, and I know, I know he's already been in Spider-Man before, so don't get mad at me fans, but Joe Magniello has to be Craven. Oh, that like would a be thousand epic. percent. That would be epic. I'd be down. He, he's perfect for the role. Would love it. All right, guys. So let's uh, just move on. We'll, we'll, well touch I on have, a couple. Oh, I sorry. did have something. I did have yeah, something. What you, what you got? So um, I am a huge fan. So when I when I didn't really, I think I saw like a somebody post it. So I was super excited, but because I didn't get to originally watch the the showcase, I had to go back and rewatch it. There's a little peek behind the curtain for you. And I saw that Alan Wake was getting a remaster, guys. You don't even know how excited I am for this because I am getting to play it on Xbox as well. Um, and Alan Wake is actually one of my favorite games, like up there on the list, because I just really love the story. The gameplay is kind of janky, but the story itself and how the story goes is like one of my favorite, like just it's it's just very well written. You know, it's very horror, very just a very well written story. And so I'm super excited I get to play this again because if you've played games like Quantum Break, play games like um uh the oh my goodness i'm i'm drawing a blank control thank you play games like control um you know remedy games makes amazing games they tell really really good stories and so to get to play this after so many years again i'm i'm like pumped up for it big time yeah yeah, that was a cool announcement. I haven't played the original, but I did play a little bit of Control, and that that game is is fantastic. So and I mean, all, and all of their stuff is connected, which is also really fun. So it's kind of like their own little universe. I know people sometimes roll their eyes because we're like getting all these universes and all these different IPs, but I just like Control was awesome because we got to see like lore from Alan Wake, uh, especially Alan Wake in there as, a, as a, a little bit of quantum break as well. But Alan Wake was like a huge part of um, one of the DLC packs for control. So it's going to be, it's going to be really fun just to go back and, and replay that game. Right. And that's actually coming soon. That's coming October 5th, 2021. Oh, yes. So yes. that's going to be, that's, that's going to be, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So can't wait for that as well, for sure. And I'm all for, all of these things being announced on all different platforms. So that's another thing that like, why not bring PlayStation to E3? I, I know they want to do their own thing, but like, like just the, just the community of gaming just benefits so much from when these games are available on, on Sony's platforms. always been like this though. Like when, when yeah. crossplay was starting to be a big thing and they, they were yeah, really they the held out like, we're not they doing held, this. this. Yeah, they held out want. for such a long time. Like <laughs> Fortnite, so Fortnite was one. We're of not the... doing this. Okay, <laughs> we'll do Fortnite a little bit. All right, we'll let that slip. I in. suppose <laughs> Fortnite's fine. I, I suppose it's fine. Okay, we'll give it to you. Another yet another thing that Fortnite <laughs> kind of paved the way on was like crossplay between place <laughs> and really like yeah. Xbox and PC already had it. It was just PlayStation that was behind on the on the time. So yeah, definitely, uh, that's definitely true. 
All right. So um, a couple other things. We're just going to glance over a couple of these other projects that they announced. God of War Ragnarok um, was announced and they put a decent trailer forth for that. Like that looks fantastic. I played um, a little bit of the one uh, that is of the current one that is out God of War. It is an amazing game. It's one of I know Infinity Rosane. That's like his I think it's like maybe his top game of all time. Like it's it's up there in his top three. So he, I know, is going to be super pumped for this. And it's still taking place in the Norse mythology, which, I mean, is a really cool part of that game. It's it looks fantastic. So may, check that out for sure. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is that did look like cool. a spinoff of Borderlands. This is the one I'm hyped for. <laughs> yeah. Jared, I'm going to let you take this away because I've like played the Borderlands games, but I don't know much about this at all. So. So, so I played a bit of the Borderlands games in high school and like, I loved them. And then, um, I can't remember if it was Zane or maybe one of you guys really got me back into them, um, when they were free on, on PS plus or whatever for a while. Um, and tiny Tina, so basically the whole premise of the game from what the trailer looks like is like, she's running a D and D campaign. And so you're playing <laughs> in that world. And is that sort of like off the wall, like just dumb humor that I'm here for. Yeah. Um, right. those well, games are don't That's necessarily age like, well but yeah. yeah borderlands is hilarious it's a fun game to play this is gonna it looks like it's very similar tone and it's just just like, chaotic looter shooter yeah yeah, yeah right so i mean it, it does look great tiny tina honestly is kind of an annoying character in borderlands so i'm like interested to see how this plays out but the narrative I mean, it looked, the whole time yeah, yeah. Yeah, the trailer looks great. So, like, I'm excited for that as well. If that comes to, like, PS Plus at some point, I definitely will check that out and play it. Project Eve is a game from Studio Shift Up. Hack and Slash Adventure set in the near post-apocalyptic future. Um, Forspoken was another PS5. um, That looks really cool. uh, Exclusive. It's a new action RPG from Square Enix, uh, previously known as Project Athia. Um, and they they put a three minute long clip up for that one, so that was like they had some good stuff. That one to show has us. been everywhere too. Like I, I keep seeing it on YouTube, ads all over Facebook. Like they mm-hmm. really are going right. They're pushing one. it, and this one is supposedly coming out in spring twenty twenty two. So that's coming out a little bit, a little bit sooner as well. Um, Rainbow Six Extraction. That one uh, looks cool. I, I I'm, I'm I love Rainbow Six. I'm a huge like Rainbow Six. Fans, so like when all my friends were all about Call of Duty, I was all about Rainbow Six. I you played, were that guy. Fair enough. I was that guy. Um, <laughs> I do, I really enjoy it. And it's like the alien thing is kind of like odd, but I, I know why they did it. So I could be totally wrong with the story. And you guys feel free to call me out on social media. But I think originally it was going to have to do with like a pandemic and Ill- sickness before like the COVID stuff. And they were like, Oh, we got to change this, and so they changed <laughs> like, like, like aliens in there. an alien thing, which it's goofy. Like anything for me, anything like that with aliens is always kind of goofy. I'm looking at you, Indiana Jones, uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I like I like I I just I like Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so, it's it's yeah. it's one that I'm I'm kind of interested in. I gotcha. Sure. And that one is slated to come out January 2022. And that one, I don't I don't. It, see it right here i'm assuming that one is like all platforms yeah um i think i was kind of burnt by um call of duty ghosts which was i think it was ghosts Uh, it was like this same thing and i was so hyped for that one and it was not great that this this makes me a little gun shy but it is rainbow six so have you ever played the division 
Either one of you played the division. Yeah, we actually got into the division a little bit. Um, the Infinity Bros ended up streaming that a little bit. Pretty but much yeah, that's anything Tom Clancy I'm about because I, I love those kind of games. Just mm -hmm. like yeah. the Rainbow Six games were always fun. Splinter uh, they, Cell was Rainbow a bop back in the day. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, yep. Yep. Splinter Cell was awesome. Uh, division, fantastic. Yeah, I love right. all those games. Yep. So then we had GTA Five, GTA Online is being again. you know upgraded. Shocker, shocker. Again. Yeah, shocker there. I mean, I was ex after that one. I was expecting that they were going to announce Skyrim was going to be remastered yep. for PS Five, but we didn't get that one yet. So that's coming though. I'm sure that's coming down right. the road. Um, we're looking Ghost at you, Howard. <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo, um, which is a supernatural adventure game uh, that was introduced back at E3 yeah. in 2019, but we got a little updated look at it. That's supposed to be releasing in 2022. That looked way too creepy for me. Uh, as long as it's a co-op uh, game that I can play with Zane, then I'd maybe play it, but definitely not going to play that by that myself. That one does look real spooky. Yeah, <laughs> it looked real creepy. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We got another look at that game, um, and that one is coming out October 26, 2021, which is very soon as well. I think so when we first talked about that one, I kind of was not excited for it, but like. It, it actually looks really good yeah. other than right. um, Star we got Wars. Some, super, yeah, we got some lame. different. Yeah, I, I'm like not super thrilled about his look. Um, but like yeah. the the trailer we got was much different than the trailer we got initially. So they mm -hmm. showed us a bunch of new stuff, which was cool. And we got Cosmo, me... we got World Mind. Yeah, we had like yep. so many callbacks to the comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. I'm I'm interested in this one. Like this is going to be a, like a what they've described it as like a solo adventure. So like it's a story game. Um, you know, we're not getting the multiplayer grinding that we're seeing in adventures. Um, I'm, I'm right. kind of excited for this one. I think this is going to be yeah. one that I might, that I might purchase and play. Um, and let's see, we got a couple of uncharted. They, they're remastering um, uncharted legacy of Thieves collection, which includes uncharted four, which that just came out not too long ago. So I'm not in, yeah. really sure why they're remastering that but and then uncharted lost legacy which is the spin-off mm -hmm. uncharted game um and then kind of a bunch of indie games that were also coming out uh gran turismo 7 they showed that um yeah anything else that you guys saw in there that you were interested in that you want to talk about uh, i think we kind of covered the, the weird video. like yeah. supernatural hunter one i'm trying to think of what it was called oh um, uh, it was like here oh, i got a blood hunt Blood Hunt. Uh, that yeah, looks like an Infinity Bros. Like, hit. I think that's <laughs> yeah. one we would love. We get Infinity Bros. Squad stream going. Um, that yeah. yeah. Up. Okay, here we that go. That Blood one Hunt. Looks actually pretty. Oh, spicy. okay. So Blood Hunt is a free-to-play battle royale game set in the Vampire Masquerade universe. Mm. So I mean, hey, free-to-play. Yeah, Why not? that's that's what Why I'm not? saying, and it actually looks really good. Like the different characters mm -hmm. that they had shown off. I think they had like Bruja and, and Nosferatu and like all these like classic vampires. And I was like, man, this actually looks pretty spicy. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll we'll count on what Jared to remind us of that one when that <laughs> when that comes up. What did you guys think of Death Loop? What are your thoughts? Death Loop. Um, I I'm trying to remember which that one was again. It's the I think it's through Bethesda. I could be wrong. Oh, okay, here I got it. Um, this is the that's the assassin one, right? Where they're like, uh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Two assassins, okay. yeah. Time, oh, another time loop game, or uh, yeah. just, just played 12 minutes. I was about on, to say, on your I don't know if I can do another time loop game, <laughs> but after was, the ending of 12 minutes, interesting. Oh my gosh, I'm just warning, guys, if 12 minutes 
if you're interested in it, just know that there's some pretty spicy stuff in there. It's it gets a little spicy yeah. at the end. Yeah, that that was a crazy game. It was wild. So, anyways, tons of stuff announced at the place. No. Excuse me, PlayStation Showcase. Um, make sure you guys go check out all those games and make sure you get in line for your PS5s now so you can have one by the time all of these games come out. Because I mean, so there's, it's wild that they're still not readily yeah. available like in retail stores right now. Like it just I that blows my mind that we we can't my get our hands is on like, PS5s. My theory is like they're secretly building up a ton of stock to just go wild at Christmas season. Like, truthfully, mm-hmm. I think they have more stock than they're letting on. And they're just, like, trickle-feeding us yeah. until the, they yeah, can really I would, big Yeah, bucks. you're right. I would not be surprised about that. And hopefully we get actual, like, live PS5s in stores for Black Friday sales. Which people is, you know, smashing gonna be, windows. Yeah, <laughs> people are going to be going crazy. And people are getting trampled and getting killed yeah. in retail stores again. It's going to be a great time. Covid world it's gonna be like literal post-apocalyptic yeah. like stuff going on man mad max style just to get <laughs> it's gonna be wild all right um guys we gotta move on because we've spent a lot of time on this playstation uh, in, yeah. way too much time all right so here's here's what we're actually we were gonna talk about initially we're gonna talk about some what if and this episode five of what if is just wild. Um, for those of you guys have not seen it, make sure you stop listening to this episode. Go watch it right now. We're going to give a spoiler, uh, spoiler. Oh my gosh, I cannot talk right now. We're going to give a full spoiler review of what if episode five. This Prepare yourself. An infinity bros. Prepare yourself. So make sure you've already watched that by this time. And then we're also going to rate the episode and our Infinity Bros rating scale. So we'll put that right there. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a zero to six point scale. Zero meaning horrible and six meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. So what if episode five, what if zombies guys, this was a wild episode and I'm like, ah, man, I love this. What if series so much. Mm-hmm. The thing is these bite-sized 30 minute episodes leave me wanting so much more. Oh yeah. The oh, way absolutely. this episode ended Oh man, it's crazy. They stop it so abruptly, and you're like, oh my that's God. Not, like, zombie, wait a minute. Zombie wait a minute. Thanos. Yeah. Like, guys, are you zombie Thanos? Yeah, oh so Max apologize. Since we started, yeah. Apologies that we already jumped ahead to the the Oh, the spoiler. Did I episode. do it? No, no, no. We already oh. already gave the spoiler. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure. Sorry. Spoiler bumper. But man, I I just like something has to be said that like these episodes are just like mm-hmm. they are they're increasing my want for these these marvel ips that oh, yeah. we can get yeah. you know in technically they're in the mcu now but yeah. at the same time i'm like wait a minute add 10 minutes to this episode this isn't over come on guys and this was a perfect example this episode is a perfect example of that so okay first of all marvel zombies 
Jared, I want to go ahead and ask you first. So this is obviously based on Marvel Zombies, the comic book run. And I know that you have read that run. You were you were actively like as you were watching the episode, comparing it to the comic book run. So tell us a little bit about this comic book run and and maybe a little comparison to the little bite sized 30 minute episode that we got in in What If. Yeah, so there's a lot. There was like so many callbacks to the comics and um, it's been a long time since I've read the comics. And so I was like trying to remember it as I went. Um, the big thing is like, and I think I messaged this as soon as we started. It, they start out the episode with they're like, oh, yeah, there's hope that, you know, T'Challa is still out there somewhere. And I'm yeah. like, please don't, <laughs> please don't do this to me. Oh, man. And they did it with the whole they like. Did. I know when you messaged. Oh. Just so for, for context, Jarrett messages the Infinity Bros group chat and he's like, Guys, I'm five minutes into this episode, and I really hope they don't do to T'Challa what they did in the comics. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm not going to say anything, but (laughs) you're in for a surprise, buddy. There's two big beats. There's, like, two big heavy moments that hit in the, the, the comics. One of them is when you find out, and it's actually Hank Pym that's doing this in the comics, where he's keeping T'Challa alive so that he can, like, keep his sanity. Because in the comics they stay somewhat human after they eat. Yeah, they're, so they're not zombie, like complete zombies. Right. Once they eat, they're like, they realize what they've done and they kind of regain their senses. And so he's using T'Challa as like a way to keep his mind strong, basically like trying to figure out the whole disease. And that is horrifying. I did not that think is. they were going to put that in there. Um, <laughs> that is. And well, then the second thing, well, and I'm the so, twist, so, the, twist, yeah, sorry, the way they did it was, was just so, so good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. And it made so much sense in the current setting of the MCU. It was just the second yeah. beat that they did or that they didn't do that. I was so glad they didn't do is there's like some really super dark stuff about Spider-Man in the comic books. And I'm like, if they do this, they're going to lose everybody. Um, basically, like you find out he only keeps his mask on, even though like everybody's a zombie. He can take it off. Nobody's going to care about his secret identity. But they talk about how like when he ate his family, he had his mask off so he can like never look at his own face again or he'll be horrified. And I'm oh like, my please don't put this it's in there. Dark. Like, please they, dark didn't. Stuff, dude. they kept oh, Tom wow. Holland as like this nice upbeat Spider-Man, which I'm glad they did. Which, yeah, I mean, that was, that, so that was nice. like the, one of the highlights of this episode yeah. was Spider-Man throughout. And like the, just the, he finally men- mentions uncle Ben and yeah. that's it. I can be done with Spider-Man now. Um, He's finally okay. Uncle yep. Ben is finally in the MCU. <laughs> Um, I know Mark and Max are going to be super, super jazzed that he's finally in the MCU. So so thank you, um, Kevin Feige, for finally doing that. Uh, but yeah, they he did was the just floating head robot, too, which was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That was, oh my gosh, <laughs> that was another that. highlight and of the episode. And the fact that it was, Paul in Rudd. the comic, it's it's Wasp, and yeah. she's not serious. Like, she's, she's very serious. She's mm-hmm. not like... The fact that they had it as Paul Rudd with it the was cape perfect. and it like with the cape. Oh, oh my, my god, gosh. I love it so much. <laughs> that, was, that was incredible. So, anyways, um, we've we come to this world of zombies, right? We come and mm-hmm. um the first thing is like this is at the beginning of Infinity War, which is amazing. Bruce Banner so crashes good. through um the Sanctum Sanctorum like roof, like he does in Infinity War, and nobody's there. He goes outside, nothing, nobody anywhere. And they they pick it up right in Infinity War, which is amazing. I love that they're doing these callbacks to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, Ebony Ma and what's his name? The the big guy. I forget his name. 
uh, they come through and they're like ready. They start giving their speech. They're ready to take over the world like they did in Infinity War. But there's there's nobody there. <laughs> and, and Bruce Banner is just like, uh, I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, Ebony Ma gets attacked by Iron Man as a zombie. <laughs> like that was like, <laughs> so what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was great. And, and they left it like you knew there were zombies, obviously, but they, mm-hmm. they like left it kind of like mysterious. They had like dust in while they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. Bruce is kind of like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden they come out and they're zombies. And Ebony, this is one part of, of this that was like just a little tidbit. Ebony Ma as a zombie would be terrifying. Oh yeah. He's already absolutely. terrifying in real life. As a zombie, like, just think of, like, all of these superhero and characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the Watcher explains this. Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. um, they need to be using him more. I can't wait until he actually gets into the MCU because it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. But anyways, he's doing he's narrating. He says that these zombies retain their superhero like abilities as zombies. And you can see that obviously in that first scene. Uh, But like, and that's why nobody has a chance because these zombies are using their superhuman abilities to infect everybody. Mm -hmm. So when, by the time Bruce gets to earth, there's nobody left. Like there's like a very small squad, which we meet a little bit later, but man, the way they set this up is so perfect. And then, they just go as we go throughout the episode. It's a it's a great episode. It's a really good episode. They have a lot of great moments, but at the end, they just stop it. And it's like we have this they're setting up this universe and it's just over now. And mm-hmm. I'm wait. I'm like, obviously, there's more to this and I'm waiting for part two which maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a continuation of this at some point in like in like season 2 or something I don't know. I like but, how some of the characters that they brought into this in the in the little survivor squad were characters that were not necessarily the central I mean besides like Spider-Man and and the Wasp we had a lot of like side people which is great. Like the Russian yeah, guy I forgot yeah. I had to look him up I was like who <laughs> is this awesome. guy? Yeah. That like, was who awesome. is this? The Russian guy from Ant Man. Yeah, yeah they brought him back. I was like, whoa. And they that have like cool. happy and like mm-hmm. <laughs> blam. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. It was yep. just like all these like side characters and like Spider Man and a couple, you know, main he- heroes. But it was yeah. it was great to see like this weird, diverse group in yeah. this show. I was like, okay, this is this is this is pretty great. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they they I mean they nailed the cast as they have been this whole season. I mean getting Paul Rudd to reprise his role as Ant-Man for this was the highlight of the cast in this episode. Like that, that was fantastic. Paul Rudd is a floating head. Like I, I didn't know I could enjoy Paul Rudd anymore, but I absolutely could in this episode. It was, it was amazing. And just the jokes and the puns he was making in face of a zombie apocalypse. And he is a literal head with nobody mm-hmm. like he was still making jokes still making great. puns oh i actually man, also so really like how they retained the the whole the hulk not just coming out and the hulk being kind of like freaked out they retained yeah. that because mm-hmm. that's what yeah. happened through throughout infinity war was right. the hulk didn't want to come right. out as you know that was, was cool and so they that kept cool. that through the whole thing until obviously the very very yeah, end which is really neat. and then we got like the hulk versus like zombie wanda <laughs> which was like i oh, would never man. have seen that coming okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. so that was 
That was insane. Yeah, that was crazy. Did I lose you guys? Uh oh. Did I lose nope, you guys? Still here. Over, though? Okay. Nope, we're still oh, here. Sorry. My uh my computer is freezing up a little bit there. Yeah, dude, like Okay, so we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. They, I mean, they they have this little band of survivors. They're they're going. They're they find out that T'Challa is well. They actually don't find that out until later. But they are gonna go back to Wakanda to kind of like regroup. Mm-hmm. Um, they run into Vision, who is keeping Wanda alive as a zombie and trying to do experiments to like get her get her back to normal. And this is where Jarrett's um, T'Challa like comparison comes in. He's keeping T'Challa as basically food for Wanda (laughs) as, as he's like trying to experiment to get things back to her, but her powers are too strong. Like he can't like convert her back to a human like he did to Paul Rudd. So that was like when they revealed that it was just like, Wow. I cannot believe they they took that part of, of which I was the like, there's part. no, there's absolutely no way they're oh, doing yeah. this, right? And I was typing right. it as we were, I was like, yeah, surely they're not gonna. And then <laughs> there he was, it was fantastic. Like, oh my it's god, fantastic. I was watching watching Jarrett realize this in real time was, was perfect. It was it was awesome. It's crazy but, to see how zombie Wanda was as powerful as she was because oh, really yeah. she didn't reach that power level until WandaVision. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so to see her like that powerful as a zombie was, was insane. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was getting, I was getting hyped. I was at the edge of my seat. I mean, um, watching seeing, seeing all of the superheroes with their zombie selves was, mm-hmm. I mean, they did a great job with that. And, and one thing that I was like a little shocked by, they did not hold back with no, the gore don't. in this episode. Like they were slicing zombies in half, slicing their heads off. Like I was like, wow, this is Disney Plus. I'm mm-hmm. actually a little impressed that they they went through with this. But one of my favorite moments of this whole episode was when um they go, they're like on the train, they hear something, and they see that zombie cap has infiltrated mm-hmm. their train. And oh, that God, moment so when good. that moment when zombie cap turns around was just, it was like perfectly out of like a horror movie. It was, it was, it was incredible. And the line that he drops to the, where he's like, cap, this is the end of the line. I was like, this is the end of the line. (laughs) Yep. Fantastic. And that's what they're doing a great job with in this. What if like whole series is um, the callbacks to the MCU are amazing. Um, One thing that I was like a little like, um, excuse me, why the heck did uh, Janet not or not Janet uh, did hope not shrink down after she knew she was going to die? That was the dumbest thing she did in this whole episode. She's like, like I'm going to sacrifice myself, but leave yeah. it very, very <laughs> for you. I know. I knew that was going to come back as soon as she fell. I was like, oh, OK, now she's going to be a giant zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that is gonna, you know, like so destroy true. everything, like okay, or like break her cool. suit, or literally anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them out. come on, come on, do something. You knew you were gonna die. Just shrink back down. Come on, that was mm-hmm. that was like I was like, okay, come on now, come on. You're smarter <laughs> than that, hope. But honestly, the rest of the episode is great. Uh, the the timing in pretty much the whole episode was decent, and then 
it just felt like they just chopped it off at the end and we we're like yeah. wait a minute like so so they're going to here's here's another thing okay so jared i'll like you speak to this a little bit they're going to wakanda with the soul stone right or the yeah it was the soul stone yeah, mind stone mind stone mind stone that they took from vision so they're going to wakanda with the mind stone and then like it cuts off when it's just you know paul rudd spider-man is that it is that everybody in the okay maybe t'challa t'challa, t'challa was there t'challa. Yeah. yeah but he's got the cut t'challa t'challa um spider-man and and ant-man are in the quinjet going to um going to wakanda and then it ends which that's fine but then we get this little five second clip of zombie thanos mm-hmm. with the infinity gauntlet yeah. and i i should have went back and looked at this but it looked like he had all the stones so yeah he had all he, but the mind stone was yeah all, he had all yeah. but the mind stone okay all right yeah, what's so, missing that one yeah so okay this is this is one of the questions that's like blowing my mind right now how did he get did he get all those stones and then become a zombie how did he get defeated by zombies yeah. With all of those stones. With the, That's yeah, my, with all the infinity like, stones but one. How? <laughs> how did that happen? This is why we need another episode of Zombie What If. Like, come on. And come like, on, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. What did he okay, what did Zombie really make... Thanos sacrifice? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> was he zombified right. before he got the stone? So, I, yeah. When he gets the mind stone, is he just gonna snap and everybody becomes zombies? Is as a zombie, is that his goal to make everybody a zombie? Or does he make them all human and reinfect them again? Are... Like what <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's wow. so many questions from oh that goodness. little five second clip of zombie Thanos. I mean, what if they give us another episode? Oh, mm, oh. what if? What if? What if? <laughs> oh man okay so here's bottom line guys what was your rating the episode jared i'm gonna let you go first what was your rating the episode i mean how does it compare to the other um episodes of what if um in your in your opinion i know i was still in the minority of this but the episode before this really really cooled me off um and and so Coming into Marvel Zombies, I was like, okay, this is a series that I love. This is a what if that I'm hyped mm-hmm. for. Like, I really, really hope it does justice. And uh, <laughs> minus the like, why did you have to do that to T'Challa? Why? Like, it was oh, totally. Man. I mean, it was. Here's what I'll say. Like, it made it a haunting episode. Yeah, like, it did. Yeah, because like, like they- the stakes were. And and the fact that they didn't pull any punches with some of the gore and them like blasting zombies, yeah, like right. this was a gritty and gruesome and disgusting yeah. episode, yeah. and I loved it. Like six right. out of six, this was exactly what I wanted. The ending gave me like legitimate anxiety, <laughs> but no, it was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. Okay. Yeah, nice, oh, nice. Okay, and you were on the other episode, so we've got a little insight into what you've thought of the What If series. Right. Uh, Caleb, we haven't heard from you, so tell us a little bit about what you've thought of the What If series as, mm-hmm. as a whole, and then give us your rating of What If Zombies. I will say probably as a whole, man, 5.5 out of 6 for the as a whole i mean there was like the the first one was okay it was just kind of like a eh, whatever you know we get it but second episode was by far still my favorite i just i love that episode it was just it was that's what what if is Mm -hmm. you know um and then just 
for this particular episode, I'll give it also a 5.5 out of 6 for the same kind of reasons that you listed, but the episode just kind of being cut off. There are some like weird like questions like, okay, wait, how did that? But then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't think too much into it. It's a bar, you know, it's a superhero right. show, but um, it really is. It, it was a good episode. I, it was mm-hmm. one that when I found out the series was coming out, it was one that I was definitely looking forward to. Um, right. Through like the promo stuff, I was like, man, come on, give us the zombies this week. Right. Give us the zombies this week. And they finally did it. And it was awesome. Like it was right. what I wanted. Uh, and then, like I said, the characters in this episode, the ones that they chose to have as the survivors were great. I mean, I loved having like uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man mm-hmm. as the like kind of our main hero here. And then kind of having like the Hulk uh kind of just there and then having some of those parallels between you know like like i said previously where the hulk didn't want to become the hulk you know bruce banner didn't want to come become the hulk because the hulk was scared whatever um like he was in infinity war but now he's in this zombie universe i mean it was just it was awesome i i I absolutely loved it um just i want more so give me more so that's why (laughs) Amen to that. that rating. Uh, so I'm going to actually agree with you. I'm going to give this episode a 5.5 out of 6. And for basically the same reasons, um, I loved the pacing of this episode up until it literally got cut off of the 10 minutes that should be mm-hmm. at the end. Um, I think that's been a little bit of an issue with, with this whole series. It's not that they're... You know, maybe it is that they just need to add five or ten minutes at the end. I mean, that's that's the kind of issue that I had with WandaVision as well, is that this, the episodes just seemed a little too short. They could have added one or two more scenes that would have made it a little bit more satisfying, I feel like. Um, and I think the only perfect episode for me this season has been episode two as well. Yeah. The pacing in that episode was fantastic. Chadwick Boseman voicing T'Challa is is a treat that we've all enjoyed Um, that. And that one to me, and and one of my complaints of this whole series is that we don't really see the consequences of what happens in some of these. And that's being, that's starting to be rectified with these last couple episodes, but that, that episode, I thought uh, the return of ego and he comes and picks up um, Peter Quill. I thought that was, I thought, yeah. And Dairy Queen, right. It, so I was a little sad for Peter Quill, like that yeah. his life w- was at that point. But but still, like, I thought that was like a like, holy crap, ego is going to destroy the world right okay. now. That's what I thought. So I yeah. thought that was a perfect like ending for that. Like, hey, mm-hmm. all these good things happened. Because T'Challa was Star-Lord. But guess what? Um, because Peter Quill was not Star-Lord ego has to be dealt with and yeah. he wouldn't be. That's what I interpreted that as. I know I talked to Infibro Robbie and he totally got a different vibe from that. But mm-hmm. because of what I interpreted that as, I thought that was the perfect episode. But this episode was fantastic. Love the Marvel zombies. Mm-hmm. Love that Disney Plus is willing to take the risk with all the blood and gore of this episode because it made it fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the dark tone that we're getting with these last three episodes. Oh yeah. Of what if awesome. I'm, I'm so pumped for the future of the series. And like I said before, I'm kind of hoping we get uh, like maybe 
reprisals or couple some callbacks to these yeah. episodes like in in season two because i just feel like we're not getting enough like yeah i want more i want more of the story in these in these series so in these episodes so 5.5 out of six to me on yeah. this episode so i think one of the episodes has to be if they haven't already thought about this i know i know uh kevin feige listens to the show so i just want to want to just pitch this daddy feige so we need a what if ralph boner is actually quicksilver i'm just saying that's i mean they can't, here. They, just, here's the thing they can't they can't do that because it's actually true in the mcu so they can't do that episode so it's gonna, it's, it's gonna happen don't worry all right I'm I'm really interested to see just denying it. You can deny it. Just keep denying it. It's fine. <laughs> Live in denial. <laughs> it's I'm really excited for the future of this show though. Like oh, yeah. I mean, I they've very strongly um hinted at that there's going to be more seasons mm-hmm. to this series. I don't think they've actually confirmed that there will be like a season 2, but like they've they've like talked well, about it. They can go. Bit, so. They can go. I mean, you forever. Can go forever. I mean, yeah, seriously, you can, you can just keep mixing characters. You can do mm-hmm. whatever you want, yeah. and that's the beauty of the series. And like you said before, Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher is like Chef's Kiss. Like, yeah. it's just awesome. They, he plays such a great him. role. And like with with the huge um, role and implications of the Watcher in the Marvel comics, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way that Jeffrey Wright, either in What If or in the actual MCU, no. does not somehow, some way make his way into an actual character that is interacting in Mm -hmm. these episodes. Cause it happens in so much in the comics that he is an integral part of the story. So it's going to happen at some point. It would be sweet if it was like the last episode of the season and he's, he like finally realizes that he has to intervene and then it's like done. All right, next season we're going to see more of him or something like that. I don't know that would be, that would be sick. Well, guys, um, we have talked at length on both the PlayStation Showcase and What If. So unfortunately, we do not have time for um, the the top five today. It was going to be a good one. I was excited for that one. So apologize, Caleb, that we're not able to fit that one in. But thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a blast getting to know you um, and uh, letting the Infinity Bros universe uh, get to know you as well. For sure. Um, why, don't, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself and your show? Where can we find you on the internet? Where can people yeah. go check out the Mountain Nerds? Yeah, like I said before, we do stream every Sunday. You can check us out twitch.tv forward slash Mountain Nerds. Um, we're on there I'm playing some awesome games. Right now, I'm kind of in between games, so I'm trying to figure out what I want to play. I might start kind of doing Zelda Skyward Sword. Um, cause I just picked that up and I'm, I'm been eager to play that a little bit. Um, now we are also picked up. We just picked up our podcast back after a, a couple months of a hiatus, which has been awesome. So you could basically find us on anywhere. Uh, you listen, Spotify, Google podcast, um, Apple podcast, anything like that. Um, but yeah, check us out. We're releasing new episodes. We're trying to do new episodes every single week. Um, we got some awesome guests coming up and, uh, we're excited to, Keep it going. Awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah. definitely check out Caleb Ardoin 
wherever uh, he is on on social media. Uh, Jarrett, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm not going to demean you like Max does at the end of our episodes all the time because thank I'm you. a nice person. I appreciate person. that. So thank you so much for, for being, uh, being on this episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. Everybody else, uh, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. You can check out the Infinity Bros podcast on any major podcast platform. You can catch us streaming on twitch.tv slash the underscore infinity underscore bros. Um, man, lots of places you can connect with us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Discord. Yeah, theinfinitybros.com. That's where you can start getting connected and and go into all of the aspects of the Infinity Bros universe. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today and stay tuned for the next episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. We love you 2000. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.